You are now tuning in to Nude Radio with your host, Kenny Heflin. And how is your week going? (laughs) Wow. Before we start, let's go ahead and make sure that you guys are all subscribed to Nude Radio. It's streaming on every podcast platform, basically, you know, I mean. Just FYI. And then also make sure to show some love by following me on Twitter and Instagram at Nude Radio 101 and show some love to my personal Instagram page at Kenny Heflin. Yes. Give me your feedback. Give me your opinions. You know how much I love those. And I can't wait to hear what you guys are thinking about season three of Nude Radio. I definitely wanted to mix it up and really just give more in depth on to, I would say the growth, right? I feel like season two definitely had a mix of everything that is nude radio about love, sex, and relationships. And I wanted to bring season three around with just taking a journey on uh, the growth and the process and trusting the process and what that looks like and everything, right? So definitely, you know, keep tuning in. You know, we are pretty much just started. So I can't wait to hear more of your opinions and more of your feedback about season three so far. And I promise to give you some really good content. You know, I I got some things on my sleeves and things, whatever. But speaking of growth, okay. Speaking of growth, I wanted to talk about just the art of letting go, right? When it's, it doesn't matter if this is a platonic relationship or if this is a romantic relationship, the art of letting go and what that looks like for you, right? And despite whatever happened that caused the rift, that caused the, you know, dissolving of that relationship rather again if it was platonic or romantic really it just comes down to the fact that you know we all have our processes we all have our boundaries we all have you know stories to tell and we all have different sides you know so whatever it is that contributed to it i mean obviously we know what we've done you know and Hopefully we're all just taking a space to hold ourselves accountable and to hold ourselves responsible for the good, but then also not the not so good things. Right. That cause that, you know, again, that breakup. And I know for me, you know, it's been this has been something on my mind for like the last I want to say about three weeks or so. And. I was just thinking about just, you know, old friendships that I've had, you know, people that. I that I called, you know, my best friends, you know, people that I had grew so close to. Right. And for the reasons that it happened, you know, we're not friends anymore. And in realizing, again, what could have helped, what could have, you know, I guess maybe aided the process to make it go a little bit smoother, possibly, maybe, I mean, but at the same time, 
it happened, you know, and, you know, we're not friends anymore. You feel me? So because for me, I think I've shared before in season one, at least like I'm naturally an introvert. Right. And ever since I've been, you know, social as a child, I have always been the one to usually like I was used to being pursued in friendships because I was so quiet and I was so shy. Like, you know, that was what I was known for, like throughout, you know, my family and through like growing up in school and stuff like teachers will always be like, oh, he's so shy. He's so quiet, you know, and or aloof. I remember hearing that. Okay. And, you know, once I get comfortable with someone, like once that person breaks that, I guess, like breaks that wall, then I could, you know, usually become, you know, I can show my personality and be myself and everything like that. And eventually get very comfortable uh, to that person. So that's how it's been like since I've literally been like a child. And obviously, like as I've grown, I've gotten to be more social. I've gotten to be more outgoing. And even in like my romantic relationships and stuff like I, I mean, well, yeah, all of my, all of my romantic relationships, they were guys who pursued me. Yeah. Yeah. Now, again, similar to the platonic friendships, you know, it was the other person that, again, made the first move, spoke first, you know, kind of set like a certain tone and everything like that. And if it gelled well with me, I, you know, follow through with it. And, you know, then, of course, we just get comfortable. We build and everything like that. Rather, again, it's a friendship or a romantic relationship. So, yeah, like with my romantic relationships, there have always been literally every single dude has been the first one to pursue me. I've never been. I mean, hmm, I go after what I want. Like once I set my mind to it, <clears throat> excuse me. Um. I go after what I want and I guess maybe it is like maybe once I know that's what I want, then I go after it and, you know, I follow through. I'm consistent, everything, right? I do all the things to try to make whatever it is work, right? So I think, you know, overall, it's just been like the fact that that's just been who I've, that's, that's who I am. I mean, you know. I I definitely can make the first move and stuff like I have in times or whatever. But yeah, it's it's all of my exes. They've all been ones that have made the first move, you know, because I just, you know, like I've said before on the show, I I just be chilling. I just be chilling. You know, I don't be knowing that people be existing and things until I know. And then, of course, like I say, if it's someone that I like or, you know, a person I want to be a friend uh, to, then I follow through point blank period. So. When I guess like in saying that, I don't know how you guys are, but definitely, again, show some love, uh, make sure to send some feedback uh, through social media. But let me know, like how you go about this stuff. You know, are you usually the one who is 
the pursuer or the pursuee, you know, how do you go about like your friendships, you know, and your romantic relationships when they're like first starting, right? And just to get into it, I mean, you know, I mean, when things go awry, when things aren't working out and you've tried, you've had the conversations with your friends, boundaries were crossed, there was disrespect, you know, things were hit below the belt. You never know like how these how these things work, right? And it caused the breakup of the friendship or same thing with your romantic relationship, you know, rather they're your uh, boyfriend, girlfriend, partner, spouse, fiance, you know, husband, wife, whatever, right? It doesn't matter. Same difference, right? So same thing, disrespect, words were said that can't be taken back, you know, forgiveness, trust was broken, the disrespect of it all. I mean, it's so many different things that can lead to the breakup of a friendship and a romantic uh, relationship. So for me, I think, you know, really, because I guess, hmm, see, I'm the type of person I think I've mentioned on the show again, too. It's just the fact that once I love you, I love you. Like, that's that is what it is. And it doesn't matter what led to the. I guess, like the the breakup of the friendship or relationship, I'm going to always think about you. Always, you know. And in saying always, it's not like my whole day is like consumed with, you know, thinking about that old friend or thinking about that, that ex or whatever like that. It's just, you know, there's going to be times where, you know, you pop up in my head and I just shake my head, you know, because for me, I really try my best to be a great friend. Obviously, I'm not perfect. None of us are. And in the friendships, you know, like I've tried to, again, make things work. I've tried to, you know, come to like a middle ground and everything before the friendship like actually ended. But for my friendships that have ended and it's not been a lot, it's been like a couple there were just, you know, situations that, I mean, obviously got way too deep and um, way too harsh for that friendship to break up. And, you know, it sucks because, again, these were, you know, people that I really held so close and I saw us growing old together and just, you know, having each other's backs and everything like that. But again, there are certain disrespects and certain extremes that happened within at least the friendships I've uh lost at least in the past and like i say it doesn't happen often but you know that shit sucks because again like i love my friends you know i love heart i sure do and no matter what happened you know there'll be times where again like that friend will cross my mind and i'll have a moment to like really think like you know like damn you know fuck you kind of think like, you know, what could have been done differently, but then you're reminded by what actually led to the actual breakup and like what those extremes look like and stuff. And 
at that point, it's just like you have to kind of just like let it be what it is and move on with the rest of your day or night, you know, but it's definitely times where I just shake my head. And I'm just like, fuck, you know, and I think about like what that person's doing. I think about how their life's going right now, you know, and that's that's just me. You know, I'll check in on them, you know, through social media or something like that. And just to see like, you know, like, okay, like they're doing good. You know, they look happy and I just move on with the rest of my day. But, you know, who's to say, like, you know, they're going to cross my mind again, you know, a couple months in the future or whatever. Like it, it just happens. And like, you know, I have to love them from a distance, but I still do love them because, again, once I love you, it's 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 up and it's stuck, right? So I just again, you just gotta love that person from a distance and just like really hope that they're in a better space in their life, you know. Versus when you guys were uh, going through like that tumultuous, you know, spot and moment in your friendship and and or you know romantic relationship. You know, I want to tie that in too, and. Um, yeah, you know, and uh, I don't know about you guys, but sometimes, you know, I get visited by certain friends and dreams and stuff and you wake up and then you'll have them on your mind. You know, you'll again, like for me, like you'll check in on them, like from a distance, you know, through social media, like, OK, you know. I'll look at them, look at, you know, what they're doing and blah, 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 you know, little shit like that. And then you move on the rest of your day. But it it just sucks, you know, the art of letting go. And that's something that I've struggled with for so long. And I just I don't know, like, like I say, like with my romantic relationships, for example, there can be a couple red flags, but it's just like, you know, not being naive to the red flags, of course, but just the fact that once you recognize those red flags and you kind of figure out like, you know, this isn't what's going to work for me. You know, let's try to talk this out. Let's try to come to a middle ground. Let's try to get an understanding, you know, and not to have something that's, you know, accusatory or like it's it's constructive. And, you know, you try to be the civil person, you know, the big person. Usually I take the high road uh, for the most part. Well, yeah, honestly, I really have. But yeah, it's just it's just weird, you know, because again, once that person that I've grown to, you know, have feelings for or, you know, that fall in love with. Yeah, when things start happening and you're just like, I don't know if this is going to work out, you know. Oh my God, like the art of letting go, baby. It sucks because at that point, that person, for me at least, this is me personally speaking, my experience, right? It is so complicated. It is so hard. It is so hard. And I was thinking about it not too long ago, like all of my romantic relationships they ended because at a certain point i kept fighting i kept fighting i kept fighting trying to make it work trying to make it work you know having conversations with the person you know the reason why the breakup happens is not out of surprise 
this is something that is usually a repeat offense and something that has been talked about a couple times. So it's not a surprise, you know, it's just a surprise that at that point I'm I'm having to exit stage left or whatever. But it's just it really sucks. And like every single relationship, you know, romantic at least, you know, it got to the point where my integrity and my dignity was at risk. You know, my mental health was suffering. You feel me? And it really sucks that, you know, ever since I started dating, like back in when I was 18, every relationship that I've had romantically, like I've had to end. And when I ended the relationship, it was always done while I was actively in love with the person. Never once have I had to break up with somebody that I've fallen out of love with. Never. I was still very much in love with that person. Um, Or I still had very strong feelings towards that person. And again, whatever the offense was, it was something that was repeated. Obviously, it's something that I'm a very vocal person. I'm going to always communicate to just try to like find resolution in certain things. That's again, that is going to benefit us, but then also, um, you know, for the positives and also for like the not so positive things, you know, again, those are opportunities for growth, in my opinion. So, yeah, every single one. And when I tell you it fucking hurts. <laughs> It fucking hurts. I mean, you know, one of the most painful breakups back in 2016 was, again, somebody that I just, we, we were, I mean, thick as thieves and inseparable. And it was just, it was a crazy whirlwind. I mean, I spoke about that relationship back in what season one thing episode episode one or two one of those me and jenny yeah we did that that. Mm -hmm. go back and listen to it but i never really went too in depth in that you know we just me and my best friend we're just having a conversation about it because she was there for that entire ordeal right and she was just giving like her tidbits and like her insight from like the outside looking in and everything but i never really went too deep into that relationship but Yeah, it was, again, a whirlwind and it was, you know, a situation that just kept growing and growing and growing. And again, there was no growth in a positive way, you know, for that relationship to actually flourish. And again, I started to feel like my integrity was at risk. I started to feel my dignity was going to sink down to the depths of hell, baby. Okay. And I had to eventually come to the conclusion I needed to let this go, even though I was madly in love with my ex, uh, you know, my, who I will call him like my first official love. Right. And it's just, 
it was kind of like one of those moments where, you know, you think about like a wounded animal who gets, you know, caught in a bear trap. Right. And they have to metaphorically speaking, of course, follow me with this in game, but they have to metaphorically, you know, bite their own leg off to get out of the trap to save their lives. And the idea of you having to first off and again, metaphorically, but follow me, y'all know how bloody things can get again, if you can imagine, but the idea of having to do this, having to bite your own leg off, having to sever that relationship hurts so fucking bad the lead up to it the follow through i mean and especially if this is somebody like like i say for me i've always been actively in love with my exes um at the time that we had to like go our separate ways um the the follow through hurts so bad because this is somebody that you love right this is somebody that you have let in because you don't let a bunch of people in like that you feel me like i don't let many people in in that type of way so the the act of having to do that and then the actual pain the excruciating pain of doing it right of making that sever that like that severance right to actually bite the leg off you know because again you caught in a trap you're an animal caught in a trap right the act of having to sever that relationship ooh, baby like it hurts so fucking bad and then think about post severance right again this is somebody that i've that i'm still very much in love with right this is somebody that you're still very much in love with someone that you still have you know strong feelings for or whatever the case is right so having to now you know try to heal to attempt to heal at least you know how to find your footing again to find like a stable ground without that person now and to readjust because it's a journey you don't know how long that's going to take you don't know how long that's going to last you don't know how long that's going to hurt and when you're going to actually feel better when you're going to feel okay when you're going through those times, it's like, can I just, I just want to feel okay. It may not be better. I may not be a hundred percent or whatever the case is and blah, blah, blah. But I just want to, I just want to feel okay. How long is that going to take? You know, is it going to take some days, some weeks, some months? When am I going to just feel okay? Right? So that's why I say it's the lead up of the actual follow through and then the healing phase. And it fucking hurts. 
you know, you don't know how, I mean, everyone copes with loss in so many different ways, you know, and so many people process things in, in a multitude of different ways, right? Like, I get it, you know, I have my close friends, I have my family members that I lean on, you know, I call them like my counsel and I have like my counsel of my friends and I have myself, you know, it's a lot of times where, again, as a natural introvert, I spend a lot of times by myself. So I have a lot of moments to myself to really like speak out loud, you know, and I have this show now, you know, and we're on our third season, which is amazing, you know, to see the growth of this, this podcast and Again, meeting new people, you know, who listen to the show, you know, meeting you guys has been amazing and hearing your stories, hearing your feedback and just like how this show has helped you in certain ways. You know, I mean, it's it's a gift and it's a blessing. And I'm so grateful for you guys, you know, as nudists. And I want you to always remember that. So I have this show, you know, it's like an audio journal in a way. And it's just, you know, you don't really know how that process is. You don't really know what that's going to look like. You don't know how long it's going to take. And for me, I just always feel like, you know, damn, I just want to feel okay. Like, I just want my day to go well. You know, because for me, I take it hard. (laughs) Because, again, I love hard. I take that loss very hard. Because, again, I have now become vulnerable. I've become transparent. You know, I've become open and everything. So when that relationship ends, the the process of having to deal with it and having to adjust with the loss of that relationship, again, whether it's platonic or romantic, it really fucking sucks. Ooh, it really sucks. And it's just like, you know, have you ever wondered what it would look like if you ran into your ex-friend, you know, or your ex-lover or partner, you know, husband, wife, whatever, right? (sighs) Like, what does that look like? What does that look like to you? Like, has it happened to you? What was done? Like, what did, did you did you speak? Were you cordial? Did y'all get an argument? I mean, were you triggered? Did you get emotional? You know, did you like ignore them and just like act like, you know, you didn't see them or something like, I mean, like, what did you do when you had that encounter with your ex-friend or ex-lover? Like, what was that like for you? Oh, wow. I mean... My see, LA is so big. LA is huge. And there's so many fucking people here. So I have with the the relationship from 2015 into 2016, that was uh let's see. I would run into him like when we were like in a car or something like that. Um and I recognize this car and I'm like, wow, that's him, you know, or uh, there was a time back in 2020 that we actually like walked past each other on the street. And like I was not 
by the street, but it just, it happened like, and it was crazy because I, I felt cause I get, okay. I don't know if I mentioned this on the show before, but I get a little tapped in psychically to my lovers. Certain ones It's only happened to two. Yes. Only happened to two. But for some reason, I don't know, I get tapped the fuck in to that person and I can like feel them and things. It's weird. Like, it's kind of weird to like explain. It's kind of hard to explain too. But, and some people may be skeptics and stuff, but I can, again, only speak to my experience, but I can feel them. I can uh, tap into like their emotions. Like I know when I'm going to see them. I know when they're going to call. I know when I'm going to run into them at random times. I mean, it's weird, but it's so crazy that I felt that that entire damn day leading up to it. And it's like, I don't know. It's like this. I don't know. It's like this vibrating feeling in my head that just and then that person is in my head. I'm like, fuck, like I'm either they're going to pop up, they're going to call or they're going to we're going to run into each other, whatever the case is. So to run into each other in L.A. with all the traffic, with all the people, I mean, again, the city's humongous. So. When you run into somebody like, you know, ex friend or ex lover and stuff, and it's like not like a normal place that you guys probably frequent it or something like that. That's really rare. Like, it's really rare. Like you can be ex friends or ex lovers with somebody and in this city and not see them for years, if ever. I mean, so that happens. I remember for some reason, like I say, like I just felt it that that day. And I was like, okay, if you run into such and such, you know, for years, I just always thought that I would just like pass the fuck out. And it would be like dramatic and all that stuff or whatever. And like, I hate a scene, but I probably pass the fuck out. And when it happened, I just remember telling it was like so quick. I said, oh, my God, that's him. And he looked at me. I said, my fucking gosh. Oh, my God. How am I still tapped into this person all these years later? Like, what the fuck? But, you know, I ain't pass out now. You know, again, that was like a surprise bump in. And I'm sure it would have been totally different. Like we were like in the same room or whatever the case was. But, you know, with that relationship, I I just remember, you know, having I remember us honestly and literally, quite literally, like we walked our separate ways and uh, we met up and we had a, a pretty big disagreement you know um yeah i remember that i remember that that was that was tough yeah we took a walk around the block and uh it just again i was at the at the point where i was just like done with it 
because I just knew that for me, at least in that relationship, it was I found that, you know, I was a crutch and, you know, that was a relationship that was with a straight guy who it wasn't supposed to have start off like that because I don't pursue no straight men. Let's get that straight. But it evolved to something totally different, obviously. And um, that's when I realized, you know, like, oh, I'm a crutch. Like, I'm not. I thought that I was that my presence was helping and making this person more open and, and more comfortable with who they are, blah, blah, blah. But I realized, like, no, you're actually a crutch. And at that point, you know, I was very much over it. And he had got pretty destructive when I had presented, you know, the fact that we needed to go our separate ways. He got like really destructive and shit and started doing like some crazy shit like outside, you know, drinking a lot, you know, getting in fights and all that shit was crazy. But um, yeah, it, it was it was difficult, but we actually had to go our separate ways, you know, quite literally. And that was difficult. But it was weird to see that, you know, that we're still connected years later. That was that was honestly that was weird. And it makes you think, you know, with these friends that have come and gone, with these, you know, romantic partners that have come and gone. You know, these people, they know you. They have a piece and a chapter or multiple chapters in your life. You feel me? It's things that you know about them, like you know them. And these people become what I call familiar strangers. Let that dip, like, let that dip deep down in, right? Familiar strangers. Wow. Because they become strangers, but they're familiar strangers. These are people that you have grew with. These are people that you've spent very intimate moments, you know, with and everything and like real deep connections and stuff. And they're just a stranger now. Or are they? Have you, are you able to rekindle that friendship? Are you able to rekindle that romantic, you know, partnership? I know people do, depending on what led to the downfall of the relationship, right? But, you know, again, because everyone's relationship is totally different and everyone's experience is completely different and they're all individual to those people. And, you know, the range of breakups, obviously, we know can go pretty dark. So, you know, it's just like. Obviously, it's like what led to that that breakup, but sure, people get back together. People become friends with their old friends again, months or, or years later down the line when they're both in better spaces, you know, in life. Um, same thing with your romantic, you know, partnerships and stuff, people get back with their exes and everything every damn day. But again, of course, it depends on that relationship and what led to the downfall of it. So, you know, I just feel like for me, 
I think for now, like, because I'm not in a space where I'm in love now, I can't really speak. Like, when I think about certain things, I can't really speak on what I would do at this point now. I can't really speak on how I will feel at this point now because I'm not in love right now, you know? And obviously I know that we do and become very open to a lot of things when we are actually in love, right? So I think for me, like I just, my my thing with, with you know, taking back exes and stuff like that, or again, what led to the relationship, you know, relationships downfall that plays a big part in it. And there's a fear that I have no problem admitting to, because y'all know, I'm, y'all know I am very transparent. I don't give a shit. There's a fear of um, abandonment. There's a fear of not being able to trust that person because they hurt you so bad. You know, there's a fear there. Can you, you know, can I trust that you're going to communicate this time around? Can I trust that you're not going to shut down when things get difficult, that you're going to actually be able to speak and use your words and articulate your emotions and your feelings and your thoughts and that we can actually come to a resolution and you won't just throw in a towel that you're actually willing to try because you really want this to work because it's something that you genuinely want. You feel me? Can I trust that you're going to, again, just speak and not just listen, but actually apply and be mindful Can I trust you on that? You know, can I trust that you're going to show up, that you're going to actually apply yourself in this relationship? And 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 though it may not be something that's of second nature, but you're going to actually try to be as consistent as possible. That I'm worth that. That I'm worth fighting for that this is worth fighting for that this is worth actually giving a damn to actually make it work and to grow and to evolve and to have what we both mutually want the lives that we both want that we've talked about for some extended amount of time can i trust that you're going to do that that you're going to show up Can I trust that you're going to share with me, you know, your passions? Can I share, can I share that with you? You know, can I trust that you're going to include me on, you know, topics and um, events that are going to affect the both of us and our relationship? Can I trust that? You know, 
can I trust your words? Can I trust your actions? You know, because a fear has now developed. I'm now fearful of you, right? So can I trust that you're going to hold me down like I'm willing to hold you down? These are the things that that you have to think about, right? These are the things you have to think about. I mean, these are things that I think about personally, you know, when it comes to the idea of ever thinking about taking back an ex, you know, and to try to recover and rebuild. Because I'm a forgiving person. I'm a very forgiving person. And any of my exes can tell you I'm a very considerate person too, maybe to a fault. And I don't fault myself for that. It's just, I just wish people were as considerate of me as I have been for them. I really, I mean, that's a certain expectation I do have to let go that everyone's not going to treat you the way that you treat them. That's an expectation I really, ugh. I mean, that's a tough one. That's a tough one. So I feel like, you know, that's that's what I think about is more so on the trust side. Can I trust that we're that we're going to make this work, that you're going to not do what was done that led to the downfall of this friendship or this romantic relationship because no one wants to be hurt I don't want to be hurt again you know I've made certain strides in my life you know I don't care if it's taken days weeks or months or years I've made certain strides in my life to become a better version of myself and to grow as much as I could from this relationship and I've tried to heal as much as possible. So can I trust that you're going to, again, just be mindful and considerate of that growth and recognize it and appreciate it and not do anything to jeopardize it again. And I'm going to do the same. I'm going to do the same thing. Cause again, it's not all, it's not one sided all the time. You feel me? So that's what I think about. But it's scary. You know, I'm afraid. You know, all my exes, though it didn't work out for whatever reasons it didn't work out, like, you know, they're all people that I can honestly say, depending on the situation, you know, and where we are in life and stuff and everything like that, and if the stars align and all that shit, that, you know, everybody has uh, a chance to, to, get back in depending on the circumstance I would say you know because none of my to my knowledge at least none of my exes did like some dirty trifling ass shit to me that led to the downfall of the relationship you know it was usually something like you know with again communication or uh, 
I mean, shit, we'll just say communication because it's a big ass communication umbrella and so many different things that fall underneath that. So we'll just say that. But yeah, it's just, it's a fear of mine. And you think like, you know, is it worth it? Is it worth it? Is this person going to say the sorries? Are they going to apologize? And are you going to apologize? Like, are y'all like, how long is that going to last? How, how long are things going to go good? You know, has this person actually changed? If you know for yourself that you actually changed. Great. Cause we can only know what we know. Cause none of us are professor X. Okay. We can't read minds, but you think like, you know, has this person actually changed? Has there been enough time where life has happened to this person where they've been able to experience different people, different things that have shaped them to become a better version for themselves, you know, where that's going to help contribute to y'all becoming a better, you know, friend group or coupling. You feel me? It's just things that you, that you think about. It's things I think about all the time. And again, you just think about like, is it worth it? Has this person changed? This person could potentially hurt you again if they have not actually changed or made the effort to keep changing and keep growing. Because again, none of us are going to come to the, you know, to the plate with everything fully healed and shit. Like, that's not going to happen. Think about, okay, well, is this worth it? Or do I, do I stay with somebody else who is going to be different? Someone new. Someone totally new. And how long is that going to take? You know, is that going to actually work? You know, like how long is it going to take to become comfortable with this person? Like, are they going to, you know, be good for me? You know, are they going to be a good friend? Are they going to be a good lover? You know, it's things you think about. And I know for me, you know, like I say, this year I've been making a point to put myself out there more than ever. And I've been taking all these invites to go places and to experience new things and to meet new people. And, you know, I've been meeting a lot of new people this year. You know, I've been uh, sitting down with people, like really, you know, forming new connections and stuff. And, you know, you never know, like where it's going to lead and stuff like that, obviously. But at least you try. And I've been trying. I've just been trying. I've been trying to, again, throw different spaghetti noodles at the wall, see what sticks. And I think that's what we, that's pretty much what we really owe ourselves is to at least try. Really apply yourself. You know, do some things differently and see what works. But I guess, you know, like I say, Whatever it is, we'll see. You know, and one of my favorite, one of my favorite little quotes. Kay said, uh, said, uh, whatever will be, will be. 
So think about that. Send me some feedback on Nude Radio 101 or directly to my Instagram page at Kenny Heflin. And uh, make sure to subscribe to Nude Radio, streaming on all platforms where you can find a podcast. Share with your friends, your family members, your coworkers, whoever. Okay, repost it. We love it. But yes, tell me about how you dealt with familiar strangers and how the art of letting go has affected your life well i look forward to hearing about it and i can't wait so i'll let you guys go and i want to wish you a happy week and weekend and stuff and i'll talk to you soon bye